And what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Bear Down Sports Association podcast, episode 144 today. Your host, TJ Safrauer, joined alongside me, Commissioner Brandon Kurtzman, for the week one preview of the 2022 Bear Down Sports Association Spring Flag Football League. Welcome back. Welcome back. Um, excited to be back. Got a huge slate of games, new season, fire jerseys just came in. Um, best competition, I think the best uh, talent pool we've had yet. Going to be a very exciting season. I think we have a very good quarterback class as well. So I think uh, I think there's going to be a lot of competitive games, a lot of last-second wins, last-second losses. So should be a good season. Week one's going to be electric. Let's start with some uh, things we need to talk about, I guess, yeah. before we get going. Number one, games we played at the Blue Field in Sayreville, Veterans Field. It's 62 Dolan Street in Sayreville, New Jersey. Games will start on time, 9 o'clock, 10 o'clock, 11 o'clock, 12 o'clock, and 1 o'clock. Um, don't be late because there will be a line uh, for registration for to get your jersey, to pay, all that good stuff. When you arrive, go to the tent, and you will see me and my mother, Augie, maybe TJ, at the desk getting people jerseys, getting payments in. Um, you could pay with Venmo, pay with Cash App, Apple Pay, Zelle, Cash, I don't care. Pay me somehow. Mm. Um, let me think. You'll get your jersey, so you don't get you don't get your jersey without payment, so that's obviously the way of knowing you paid. Um, we'll be selling drinks, food. Leota will be on the grill after his 9 o'clock game. So we'll have that going, burgers, uh, hot dogs, sausage peppers. We'll have a whole whole shit going. It's going to be a good day. Weather's supposed to be beautiful. 61 degrees we're looking at right now at the peak of our time. So hopefully we have a good day. Uh, I'm trying to think. Respect the refs. Respect your opponent. Uh, make sure you pay ref fees. Refs are not going to start the game until both of them are paid. So make sure they are paid. Cash, Venmo, me. Regardless, you have to pay before the game starts. No ifs, ands, or buts about it. Um, let me think, let me think. Anything else? Make sure captains sent you guys the league rules. Um, I'll post them on the Twitter for everyone to read up on. And then, yeah, just look on the Instagram and the Twitter for everything. Make sure you subscribe to everything, the YouTube. Make sure you download the Dropbox app for all the pictures. Make sure you follow the Instagram for all of the content. Did I miss anything? No, I think you pretty much covered it. Uh, the overall message is also just to have fun. Like it's, The it's league a, is vibes. The league is fun. Um, everyone is really close in the league for all the new people in the league. Everyone there is cool. I know like there's going to be – games are intense. A lot of shit talking going on and, and stuff of that nature. But when the game ends, it ends. And everyone is just there hanging out, having a good time. So mm-hmm. I'm looking forward to being there at the field. I'll be there Sunday. I'm making my debut. Been a long time been since a long I've time. been a long time since I've been there. It'll be fun for me to be back. Um, Kurtzman does a really good job with the league. It's awesome. I'm really excited to meet a bunch of the new people that are in the league. And like you said, the quarterback pool is awesome. The level of play should be really good. Everyone who I've talked to around the league regarding the league this season is super excited to play in it. So this Sunday is going to be lit. Let's yeah. start off. If you don't have anything else to say, Kurtzman. Um, nothing else to say, really just, uh, just, it's, it's a good time, so let's not kill the good time by doing something stupid like throwing a punch or escalating things after a game is over, like TJ said. In the game, it's very intense, people take the league very seriously, which I love, but let's also remember to keep our heads and remember that at the end of the day, it is just a flag league, and we are a very tight-knit group of 100-plus people. So let's make sure the vibes are good, uh, and hopefully the weather is great so that we can have a good day, first day of the league. 
I'm excited. You got the schedule right there. I guess we can get into it. I'm ready. All right, let's go. 9 o'clock, 9 a.m. slate. I'm going to start off with Vanderbilt against TCU. Talk to me about who the captains of these Vanderbilt is Joe Liotta against TCU, which is one of the new quarterbacks, Chris Hogreef. Um, if you want to think about who's on these teams, Lee, Vanderbilt has a strong line of Malozzi, um, Elvina, and Cobrin, and all his receivers are kind of no-names in the league, guys that are his friends from Staten Island that they've, he's been playing with for a long time, so I expect them to have good chemistry together. Um, but a lot of newcomers in the, in, uh, for that team, so it should be interesting how they fare week one. But with Vliota behind center, I expect them to be all right. To look like a bear down Yeah, team. they'll look like a bear down team. I know they'll be prepared. I know they've practiced a lot over this uh, like two nice. and a half, three weeks that, since the draft. So they're definitely ready. Leota's very excited about his team. Um, should be a good game. As for TCU, Liam Knowles and Rich Ritter for Chris. Um, Paul Carter also. Three really dynamic athletes on the field for TCU at all times. Got pretty solid line value in the middle of the draft with uh, Earl, Randy, um, and Steve Giroux. So excited to see this matchup. I think the matchup should be good. I'll give the edge to Vanderbilt in the trenches, but I'm going to give the edge to the receiving core of um, TCU with Liam Knowles, Rich Ritter, and Paul. I don't want to start my pick yet. I guess I'll let you talk about the no, game. I, I, my question to you was going to be, like, how much of these teams practice? TCU, um, I, I have no confirmed practices or scrimmages. Nothing. You have nothing confirmed. Nothing confirmed. No, you, would I don't know, know. you would know if there was I one? Would, um, I think I'd know if most teams scrimmage based on, like, action, activity in the chat. captain chat. Like, people are always like, oh, anyone trying to scrimmage? Maybe people talk outside the chat, which they probably do. But okay. as far as I'm concerned, as my knowledge, I don't know TCU having mm. any practices or scrimmages. Uh, maybe Chris has gotten out there with his receivers, but I don't think as a team uh, they've been together before the season started. I wish I knew more, obviously, about... Um, yeah, listen, you're going to learn a lot. We're going to learn a lot I'm going to learn Sunday. a lot. I need to see how you move. It's yeah. like, you. It's, it's like, oh, here I go. I'm going to make my first basketball reference of, yep, of the season. But, yep. like... You could tell how someone plays off the first, like, their first dribble. I need to see um, how you run a Chris. Route. Chris is the name of the quarterback, Chris right? Yes. Yeah. Is that what people they call him Hogreef or they call him Chris? Chris? All right, I'm calling him Chris. Yeah. So um, I need to see how Chris moves. I need to see how he looks as an athlete on the field. I've, yeah. I've heard only good things. Um, Leota, you expect, like you said, you expect his team to look good. Uh, joining us now on the podcast, we have Tommy Savaro. He was downstairs chefing up. Chefing up something. Dad, we're talking about where you didn't miss anything. It's the first game. We've, we're talking about the first game here. Um, it is TCU led by Chris Hogreef against Joe Liotta's, uh Vanderbilt squad. Don't like TCU. <laughs> it's, a, it's a big curse that, that that team. I don't think it's ever been a good TCU team in the. Uh... There has not been a good TCU. Purple purple has been kind of a doomed color in the league over the last couple of years. Yeah. No, but listen, I I think that Chris is going to come in ready to go. He's played quarterback in high school, so I expect that. I know he can sling it. I've seen him play. I'm the only one that can really like uh, speak on his behalf, but. He, he's a good player. He's got Liam and Richard to lead the way. I think if his offensive line is able to hold up in the trenches against the defense, the who are the, who are the athletes in, in the backfield? Not, in the, not in the backfield. In the secondary for um, Vanderbilt, for Leota's squad. It's all Leota's friends. I don't really know them. Vinny Orlando. Um, so they're going to a bunch of ringers. Johnny Elite. I know Johnny Elite. Okay. Um, or Johnny Elite. Um, he's a good player. But I just think the, the combination of Liam and Ritter could be a lot for them to handle, especially in their first action in Bear Down. Um, I, I'm going to take TCU. I'm going to roll with TCU. Yeah, that's, I, think, okay. I think they're the more athletic team. And listen, if Vanderbilt comes in and is way more athletic, 
God bless you, but I'm going to go off the guys that I know, and I think they have a good, versatile, athletic team. And I think that as long as their offensive line is able to hold up a little bit for Chris against that powerful rush, they'll be all right. Dad, who are you going to take with your first pick of the season? Right, remind me again, Leota's team is who? Alvina, Cobran, and Malone. No, no, what's the name of the team? Oh, Vanderbilt. Yeah, I'm going to go Vanderbilt. I, I go experience here. I think uh, I think veteran yes, 30, leadership 30 means means the most here. Um, I wanted I wanted to say the same thing as you, but I don't know I don't know a lot in this game. I don't know the, is the quarterback playing more for, but I, I don't know the athletes on the side of Leota against great athletes and Ritter and and uh, Liam Knowles. It's more about what you know right now. I'm excited that Leota is grilling for the league, so I'm gonna take, gonna take I'm Leota. gonna take Leota in the first in the first uh, first game here. And, I have uh, to take Leota. And let's not forget Malozzi's in tremendous shape. Malozzi has is probably the most prepared person for this league, so I'm really excited for this one. Yeah, and Malo- I need to game. see a Malozzi meme after the game. This so is I not need- this is not a game where Vanderbilt wins. I'm shocked in any way. Um, I'm just gonna roll with TCU in this one. All right. Let's go to the other next game, the other 9 o'clock game here, as I pull it up in the schedule really quick, Kurtzman. Do you know all of the rosters off the top of your head? I know most. Okay. We have the other 9 a.m. game. This is Memphis against, I'm trying to figure out this. this uh, UAB. U- against UAB. The Blazers of UAB. Okay. Led by Mikey Gargano and Anthony Mbimbo against Blazer. Ving Gargano, <laughs> DeLon, and Latempa. That's the... Matchup there, Jarwar also on Mikey's team. Um, this is Gargano Bowl. This is Gargano Bowl week one, nine o'clock in the morning. Um, I think in this game, Shitalking's going to be at a high level. Mikey's going to come out chirping. Vin will probably start. Anthony, Vin and Latempo will probably start chirping back. Um, Vin has been saying this is going to be a blowout. <laughs> uh, I, I'm not sure. I think that in the trenches, I think both teams are pretty strong. Uh, Vin is searching for a third lineman. We'll see who ends up being the third lineman for his team. He has Chris Hunter and Latempa. While on the other side, it is Jarwar, Vin Arena, and uh, and newcomer Jalil Burrow will be on the line for UAB. Um, and athletes for UAB, IB, um, Joe Ivanak replacing Zach Billheimer for the season. What happened A-Rod, to Billheimer? He hurt his hand or something, broke his oh, hand. Yeah. I'm not really sure what he did. Um... Don Palumbo, Pua Amir, and Vinarina also playing on the line for uh, UAB. I think they have a solid team. I think both these teams are solid. I think that um, Memphis has a lot of versatility with their players and how they can kind of play. Um, I could see DeLon playing a little bit in the trenches this week. I know he likes to get get in the trenches. He blocked a little bit for last year for Notre Dame. So, going to be an exciting game. Uh, I think there's going to be a lot of fireworks in this game, a lot of big plays. Both guys going to be very into it. Um, this is going to be an awesome game. I think that's funny that Vin thinks it's going to be a blowout. Mikey definitely thinks he's going to hold Vin to zero points. Yes. Um, I like the matchups in this game. That athletically, I think there's a lot of – I like Vin's team. Like when you just read me Vin's team, I like I like his squad. Read me his his athletes. He's got DeLon, DeLon TJ Angstad, TJ, TJ Brown. Isaiah Copes, TJ Brown, Ralph McFadden. Got, got some good, got yeah, some good players got some, that can Got play. some good players. Um, IB is like I I say it every single time. I think IB is the best player in the league with Justin. And anytime he's on the field, a lot could happen. Mikey has been really good. His records have been better than Vin's as of late. You could say in the been, in the league. Been raffing, but yeah, Vin. Well, Vin's last two teams were what? Vin went. Vin was Blue Mountain State when he, he was with They're, Mikey. Mikey yeah. won a championship since That's Vin's true, been yeah. out, and he got one seed. Yeah. So he got a piece no. of last year's championship too. Don't forget. He yeah, had Notre Dame on a victory. Quarterback them to a victory last year. 
Oh, Vin did, yeah, Vin, early in the okay. season, or middle of the season. Um, not his name on the trophy. <laughs> no, it's not. Right I'm excited, I'm excited, to, see, excited yeah. to see Vin play again. Yeah, me That's too, gonna be me fun. too. I'm definitely excited to see Vin play. I think play. I will take Mikey in this game. Give yeah, me listen, Mikey I think the star matchup of the day is DeLon, DeLon versus IB. IB. It's going to be a great matchup. Last time we saw DeLon on the field, uh, he held Paul to zero catches in the championship game and won, won finals MVP. Fell to ninth in the draft. Vin was very happy to have that happen. And let's see how he uses them. I expect DeLon to touch the ball a lot. I expect him to be loud and aggressive on defense. And uh, I'm going to roll with Memphis. Mm. Vin Gargano, first time back in almost a full, in, in about a full about a full year, I think. Last is Vin going to get Mikey said? Is that a thing? I don't, I don't know. Not many people are able to get Mikey said, but Vin's probably one of them if he could. <laughs> is that who you're taking? Let's start with uh, Vin Gargano being a, a bear down legend and one of my all-time favorite players. Anytime he takes the field. He's know, on the all-time team? Yeah, he's always <laughs> on the all-time team. Can't name someone who's not. Yeah, well, that's true. Not true. If you're not on the all-time <laughs> team, you're fucking ass. And, then, and, then, and on the flip side, you got another. I'm going to put Mikey to legend status, too. I mean, oh. he was bear down after the year last year. He won championship in football, championship in basketball. Can't get any better than that. Mikey, shout out to Mikey. He is a legend, yes. Is he on the all-time team? Uh, always. <laughs> always. For, for the mouth alone. Pause. <laughs> Continue. What? Continue. Who are you taking? Uh, in this game? <laughs> I, listen, you got DeLon, who shut down last year's MVP in the championship game. Uh, that, that was about as good as you're going to get. Uh, the question is, is how is Mikey going to get uh, I'd be the ball. This is the first time Mikey's had a legit like number one guy like that. Right, actually able to throw the ball to 10, 15, like 10, 12 And times I've never game. seen Mikey with a receiver like that, so I, I can't, I, I can't come out of the gate and say, you know what, this is going to be a great tandem. Uh, I'm sure it will be, but I haven't seen it yet, and I want to see how he gets his targets, how many targets he gets, uh, what he does with the ball. Yeah, listen, I, I do expect Mikey get him the ball. Um, Who's your pick, though? My pick's gonna be. I'm gonna go with Vin. I'm yeah, I'm taking Memphis. You're yeah, taking, you're, I'm gonna take. I'm gonna take. Mike yeah, I'm gonna take UAB. UAB. I'm taking Memphis as well. So we have uh, no, no. Hopefully, hopefully, this pot has no unanimous picks. That'd be nice. But I think we might get, maybe get some unanimous later. Mm. All right, we're both. So you guys are both on Vin. I'm taking Mikey. Um, that's gonna be a really good one. Yeah, I'm excited for it. Uh, should be a loud, should be a loud energy game to start off the spring season. Hopefully, the uh, neighbors over by Dolan Street aren't awake. <laughs> All right, are awake. Let's go. 10 a.m. TCU against Cal. Double header right here. Already talked about TCU. TCU. Um, hopefully, they respond well off the double header. Hopefully, they listen. The biggest part of the double header is getting that win in the first game. It takes a lot of pressure off the second game. Um, when you're planning for a doubleheader, I would definitely game plan a little bit harder for your first game. Definitely have a game plan for your second game as well. But the first game is way more important, and I definitely a winnable game for TCU. Um, I scrimmage against Collis' team, and they got some athletes. They got good players. They got a lot of newcomers to the league. Um, two new two newcomers that you're going to probably know their name by the end of tomorrow because they'll play two games. Pete Mancini and... Um, Tommy Pierce, who I drafted in the G. Rumors are saying uh, Mancini was a god in scrimmages. Um, he, you just, you know how I don't know if he made any like, crazy plays, but you, you know, you could just tell how you said how someone moves yeah, after yeah. the first snap. You could tell he's going to be a player. Um, Tommy made a couple big plays in the scrimmage that he had against us. I'm excited for their team. I'm just a little bit worried about who they have on the line. They have Douglas and they have um, 
they have Douglas, and then I guess Will Saba may play some line for them. Maybe Jake Hill will play some line for them. X maybe. They're going to have a little bit of a rotating line. See, um, they're going to have to figure out who their line is, but they are a very versatile team. I think their defense is going to be very good. They have a lot of experienced flag players um, and a lot of really good athletes. Collis, a winner, just wins when he plays. Um, I don't expect a slow start. He did get a little taste of our league. Um, in the playoffs last year. Didn't have the greatest game, but listen, I, I've seen this guy perform at a high level, and I expect him to use his smarts and his athleticism running the ball to lead, hopefully lead his team to victory. Dad. Uh, remind me again who's playing in this game. <laughs> Calu is Collis Spann, Nick Douglas, Will Saba, Tommy Pierce, X, uh, Xavier Madera, J.K. Will, Pete Mancini, Will Familia, Ryan Oshbar, Chris Valinati. A lot of names you don't know there. TCU and TCU, TCU is, is Liam, Rich Ritter. The whole graphs team. Paul Carter, whole graphs team. They're playing at nine earlier. Than... Right. Well, then I'll go, I'll go with what I know. I'll go with uh, Liam and Rich. I feel like that. I feel like I was going to say the same thing. There, I, don't, I just don't know enough nah, about this I'm game. I'm going to take Cal U. I think that uh, they have, they're very versatile, and I don't think. What, that... were this, what did this stat say against uh, the doubleheader last season? Oh, I have no. You don't have advanced idea. analytics on that. No, Where's Jason Gomes? <laughs> um, I think. Listen, I think obviously playing the second game back to back against a team who's playing on their first game of the day is obviously a slight disadvantage to the team. Uh, who played earlier, but not impossible to come out there and get a win. Job maybe slow the game down a little bit, run the play clock, use the clock, and try to win a low-scoring second game. I'm going to take Cal U, though. I think that they're going to be pre- very prepared. Um, they're going to play really good team defense. They have a lot of good, very good flag pullers. Um, I know from experience of Xavier, Will Saba, Nick Douglas, and Collis are all very good flag pullers. Jake Kill will as well. So I'm going to take them. I think it's going to be a low-scoring defensive battle. I got Cal U like 20-13. to 13. Huh? I'm excited to see, you know, this is two quarterbacks I've never seen. Yeah, play, you're gonna so. see a lot. Of, make sure you're looking early because that's when all the young, all the new quarterbacks are playing. It seems in the early. Well, window, yeah, I'll so. be. I'm gonna be there, so no, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna get I'm to watch make sure it. Make you're paying attention. I'm gonna get to watch it. All right, other ten o'clock game. You have UNC against Michigan State. Is that no, correct? No, it's Army. That's Army. Army Black, Army Black Knights. Oh, that's bad by me. I should know Army. All right. Probably. Yeah, UNC. Looks like Michigan State. It looks like U- a little State. bit, right? UNC against Army. UNC led by Rob Laconte with the powerful one-two of Mike Oliva and Joe Pip against an Army-led team, Mike Danino, with oh. Kev Morris and the goon squad of the players they have on that team. <laughs> Morick and Morick, company. Morick, George, Dean. Got some newcomers that aren't going to show. Aren't going to be there week one. They're only they're without uh, Joe Nunez, who caught whose name caused a lot of controversy at the draft. And uh, also without Connor Mullen, who, as I know, is going to be a good late-round pick for them. So um, this game's going to be on Mike. Mike's going to have to use his legs. He's going to have to be effective. And um, not going to call it a must-win, but for a new quarterback in the league, a a game in Week 1 against Rob, who hasn't played quarterback in a while in the league, um, it's it's an interesting matchup. I think that Mike Dino should definitely use his legs. More than has his to arm. be has to be super um, athletic in this game. Get the ball out fast. Let receivers do the work for you. Who does uh, Lacanti have in the trenches? Lacanti in the trenches has Lebo, uh, Rob Torino, Wickop, and Wickop also has also has Giants Marco, Joe Denoya, Mahmoud, and AJ Rambone. I think a lot, a lot of scrappy players. A lot of, a lot of scrappy there. players. Rob went with a very veteran, a veteran laden team, veteran bear down laden team. A lot of guys who've been playing in the league for a long time. Could bode well for his defense. Yeah, a, um, lot, a lot of guys that's grabbed dog of the week on that team too. A hundred percent. 
I think this season's going to come down to how does Rob play? Is Rob going to yeah. do what we've been saying? Rob for has years? to outdo Mike in this game. Yes, Rob, Rob has to clearly be the better quarterback in this game. Yeah, Rob, you've <laughs> had a lot of experience quarterback in this league. This is a must win for UNC. I'm putting that right there. Um, I'm going to take Army in this game. Mike doesn't lose much when he plays sports with the ball in Mike's hands 40 times in a game. I'm going to take Mike to find a way to get this one done. Oh, my God. Um, I've never seen Mike play quarterback. I don't yeah, think I've ever seen him throw think football. Think about what you've seen. I know, I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. I know, Mike, yeah, you got to be a dog. You just, Mike no, is, but I'm saying the best no. player has the ball in their hands 35 times a game. I, I'm the biggest proponent of Justin playing quarterback. I'm aware. I'm the biggest proponent of it. Um, if that's what you think Mike could look like, then, yeah, I'm with that. Uh, I don't think Mike's gonna be bad. I don't think Mike's gonna be bad in this yeah. game at all. I wouldn't expect that, but I have to take Rob. I have to take the UNC team in this game because I've never seen Mike play. I've never even seen Mike throw a football. I'm, okay, well, I'm, I can tell you he definitely throws it well. I know. Okay. I'm not <laughs> doubting Mike at all. I just think it's funny. Mike said he could be Mike Glennon or Michael Vick. Yes. So I don't know uh, which you, you think we're seeing Mike Glennon this week. No, I think he'd better run the ball 50 times. Okay. I think he should run the ball the whole game. I think he should run a lot, too. I think he knows she should run, too, but a lot. You know what happens in these games? You lose your head a little bit. You, you want to throw, you, the, you you throw a bomb. Yeah, and you also forget what you get. You game plans coming in. He's a new quarterback, first game. Uh, could be a little shaky. How is he on. talking in the huddle? I've, yeah, like that, like I stuff like no that. I have idea. Yeah, the, um, the, little, the little things. That's what I'm going to take. I'm going to take UNC. What about you, Tommy? Uh, interesting game. Uh, Very interesting. You'd be hard-pressed to find a better athlete in this league than, than Mike Danino. Uh, kid's a stud. Again, I haven't seen him play uh, quarterback, but, uh, you know, I wouldn't doubt that he would excel in that position. If I'm LeConte, uh, I'm I'm forcing him to throw the ball. I'm not going to let him beat me with my le- with his legs. So are you rushing a lot of people or uh, are you I, dropping I, into coverage? I, I dropped three, maybe have a spy. And you know what? The strength of that, that UNC team is going to be the secondary with, with uh, Pip, Oliva and, and, uh, and Rob back there. So if you can get a good pass rush and maybe put a spy on it because you have the guys that can do it, uh, and, and good flag pulls also, uh, I, I'd force him to throw the ball. Yeah. I want to see what he can do throwing the ball. I think one good thing for Pip and Oliva is that when Rob has an elite receiver like one of them, he had Liam Knowles a couple times, he does feed them the ball. He does get his best players the ball, and he definitely uses his legs a lot. I just want to see a lot of a, a lot less of Rob running back and forth in the in the backfield because the flag pulling has gotten a lot better, and I think that you'll take a lot of bad sacks that way. So yeah. maybe getting rid of the ball a little faster, letting Pip and Mike Oliva kind of make right. do the work for you. Um, decision making is bad. Yeah, decision making. So I mean, I, I hope Rob comes in with a game plan. Joey and Oliva are able to calm him down, keep him in the game. I'm gonna take Army though. I think that Pip and Oliva could be X factors that end up turning the tide if um, UNC is to win. I'm gonna swing with UNC again, only because I haven't seen uh, Mike's team, don't know their yeah. players, uh, and I, I'm pretty confident in Rob that he could rebound and have a good year. I just I I, I need him to, to be good in the trenches in this game. I think that's where he's going to win this game. Yeah, I think whichever team wins the trenches, I think, is going to win this game. Probably. And, and both quarterbacks got to limit the turnovers. Rob especially, because Rob is a turno- sometimes a turnover waiting to happen. Okay. <laughs> um, right. So well, you guys are both on UNC, yeah. I'm on Army. Yeah. All right, those are the 10 o'clock games. All good stories so far. All good storylines. Yeah, you know all games uh, are good for a week one storyline schedule. 11 o'clock. That's off. You have Arizona State against RU. Rowan. Rowan against Rowan University. That's Mike Negron, new quarterback. Okay, Mike Negron against Augie. Yes. Who's on Mike Negron's team? Mike Negron's team is as follows. You have Paulie Caldonado, mm. Chase James, mm. Dan Dexter, Frankie Acevedo, Remy Thunderberg, Stevie Holcomb, uh, Christian Dexter, Joe DeAngelis, and Devon Kennedy. 
Okay. Good team. Good team. Got Paulie and good Chase team. to start it off. Good in the trenches with Frankie and Steve Holcomb and Christian Dexter. And good receivers with Paulie, Dexter, and uh, and Remy. I like his team, but like we always say about players, teams in this league, it is all going to come down to how you play as a quarterback. I've never seen Mike Negron uh, play in our league. He has a strong arm from what I hear, um, but I also hear he can be Ryan Fitzpatrick from time to time. <laughs> okay. So that could mean some highlight plays and some highlight interceptions. Um, I think one good thing for him is that if he likes to throw the deep ball, he probably has one of the best deep ball threats in the league, deep ball, jump ball threats in the league and Paulie on his team. Yeah. And I think one thing that'll bode him well is that his defense is anchored by Chase James, who, if he shows up oh. to most games, is going to be a 15-plus sack, sack guy, as well as having Paulie in the bat, in the secondary, who had 12 interceptions, led the league last year, and 12 pass breakups, which was second in the league last year. Um, Augie's team. Augie's team. A lot of league vets. This is an Augie. This is an Augie team through and through. Uh, the team is Augie, Damian, Spo, Matt Marola, Tom Garvey, Jodell, Mikey Freeman, Nick King, Sam Allen, Hater Abbas. Very. I think Augie is um, into the league as of now. I think he is ha- hyped for week one to see what this the, the t- pairing up Spo and Damian is all about. Uh, Mikey won a championship from that tandem as well as almost making it to a second championship this past season. Um, he waited until the third round to grab a to grab a receiver unless he plays Spo a receiver, but he's got Tom Garvey. Um, he actually could play Spo a receiver. He could go Damian, yeah. Matt Marola, and Joe Dell on the line and play Spo, Tom Garvey, and Nick King at receiver. Sam Allen, Mikey Freeman mixed in there. Um, I like this team for Arizona State. I think Augie has got a lot of uh, some weapons to throw the ball to, comfortable weapons to throw the ball to. Um, and he's hopefully got a good line to protect him. All right, Dad. How do you feel about these teams? How do you feel about Augie's squad? I like Augie's squad. Again, a, a bunch of vets. Uh, they all know how to play a game right. Uh, love Garvey. Uh, you know, he's got guys on his team that can play well at every position. If you plug them yes, in, yes, very versatile. I put team. I put Garvey in the line. He's a stud lineman. I put him in the, in the secondary, stud secondary player, stud receiver. Same. You can say the same thing about Spo. You can say the same thing about uh, Damian. It, it's a really well put together team. Uh, I'd like a little bit more size. And he's got Joe Dell, which yeah. is huge. Uh, Damian no Marola and Joe Dell. That's the yeah, yeah. No, he, he'll be fine. I, I like this team. I like this team a lot. Again, uh, Mike, uh, Mike Negron. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, if any, you know, if I could just you know impart some wisdom with you, you have the league MVP. Uh, feed him. He was like fed that. last year uh, uh, immensely by Tommy, and it paid off. Paid huge dividends. Touchdowns. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Get him the ball. You, was he the number one pick for his team? Yeah, you took him number one for a reason. Get him the ball. Paulie is a stud on Good. both sides of the ball, too. Good advice. Um, I'm going to take Augie's team in this game. I know Augie. I know a bunch of the guys on that team, how they play Negron's first start in Bear Down. Um, excited to watch them play. Everyone, There's been a first-time start every single game so far that we've talked about. Every game, there's been a first-time starting quarterback. Yeah, we have four new yeah. quarterbacks or there's three new quarterbacks in the league, so you're gonna get a lot of that. So you put so them all. Yeah, they actually all just kind of. So this is this games. and this is a good team to to definitely see the tempo of the league, how everyone plays. Mm-hmm. Um, this, I think, like we talked about, I think we talked about it off the podcast or maybe even on the podcast. I think Sam Allen is going to be big for Augie's team yeah. because he's going to game plan and call and, plays, and, call plays and, and be and be a mastermind and be a good and be a good mind for for their team. I'm excited to watch them play. That's a good Augie group. Um, I'm taking them first game of the season. I think they win big here. Yeah, I'm going to take Augie. I think Augie should definitely just use his legs, run behind Joe Dell and Marola, um, 
use Spo on the deep ball, get Tom Garvey involved in the middle. I, I think Augie's gonna be. I think Sam and Augie are gonna be prepared for this game. And I think defensively they're gonna be really good. They got good guys on the team like Mikey Freeman and Nick King are just two very solid DBs in the in the on for defense. And they have a good uh, good defensive line with the back to back to back defensive player of the year in Damian. So <laughs> I mean, um, we talk about it all the time. Anytime Damian's on the field, it's like. It's he should be the first overall pick. Yeah, yeah. He went tenth this year, so maybe, uh, maybe we'll maybe captains will learn after uh, the this fourth, the fourth maybe consecutive fourth, one. Yeah, maybe a fourth consecutive one. Oh, we finally hit one. Nice. Um, yeah, that's that game. We're all taking Arizona State. No, uh, no, no shade to Mike Negron, but I gotta see you first before I can pick you in a game. Yeah. Oh my God. Dad, you picked. I picked Augie. Augie. All right. You're taking Augie. Obviously. I'm taking yeah, Augie. We were all on. We were all on Arizona. Was State. that the first eleven o'clock that, game? That was. Second 11 o'clock game. Okay, bro. You have ULA against Cal. That is uh, Kyle's team against Jurok's team. Mm. Jurok's team. G League matchup. Yeah, this is this is a, a, a matchup of the G League. We've already talked about Kyle's team. Yeah, you which are, I think is very. Uh, you're very a big Kyle's fan. Yeah, no, against, I think it's against Jurok. Good. How does this game play out in the G League? Kyle's uh, versus Jurok. Two guys that know a lot about each other and playing against each other for a long time. Uh, a lot of the a lot of the guys have played against each other. Uh, it's gonna be funny to see X against Jarrock in my league. They played together for three straight seasons yeah. in my league. So um, gonna be interesting to see the chess match there. Jarrock's eager to come back, coming off of uh, how healthy a is foot he? injury. Jarrock is fully healthy. I've seen him play football three times since uh, in the last couple weeks. Um, so I'm expecting him to be a full participant and ready to go. You may see a little less running out of Jarrock, but overall, I don't think that that's gonna hinder him enough. Um, He's going to use Bickford. He's got a good line of Rhett, Justin Santiago, and um, uh, Steve Saletto. Uh, he's got Deshaun as a number two receiver. Um, T.Y. also got Taji from his league. Giuseppe. So he's got a lot of guys on his team. Um, I'd like to see him throw the ball to his receivers and let them make plays for him, at least early on in the season. Let your foot really get back to a full 100%. Um, but I'm excited for this matchup, I think. Uh, Line-wise... ULA should have the advantage. I would love to see maybe if Bigford gets into a rushing role. He's got a big body, Bigford, big, strong kid. I'm interested to see if maybe he's interested in getting in the trenches. That could be a uh, a tweak for a team like ULA that maybe needs a little bit of a spark if they need one. Um, two talented groups. Though. I'll let you talk would, about these guys. Though. Would Would you see? Would you say there is? I would say that this doubleheader is an advantage for Cal because they're a newer group in their first game, so they're going to be. You know, I think they're more. They're going to be more ready to play in the second game than the first game. Very, I know you said the first game is more important, possible. but I think they get a little bit. Uh, they might get going. Yeah, yeah, get going. Like get a feel for it. Seven on seven, full contact line. Like get a good feel for how the game is played. And I think they could look better in the second half than the first half of the okay. first game, which I think they could carry good momentum going into the yeah. that game. Jarak has the league advantage. Obviously, he's been playing quarterback in our league for some seasons now. Um, I never, I can't, I can't pick Calc. I've never seen, okay. I've never seen him hey, play. Yeah, I, I, listen, you've been having one of the most electric players in the league since Me? he stepped on the field. I know. I'm yeah. a, everyone knows I'm the big, I'm the president of the Jurok fan club. I remember, I remember, <laughs> I remember in the first season you said if you he just ran the ball every play, they'd win every game. said so he's unstoppable when he runs the ball. But I need to see. Five plays got a little better I, since I, I know. I need to see. I also need to see how healthy he is. I know yeah. you're, you're saying he's not at 100%, so I need no, to see I, it. He could be at 100%, but last, I see, I've seen him play since. He's ran, he looked like he was running fine. He played Skamook last weekend, so I'm expecting him to be ready to go um he's got good receivers so hopefully if he can't run as well then he has guys throw the ball to dad i love the fact that draw came back with his lineman he took red again yeah he took justin santiago yeah you know, justin I, how long he's been playing in the league justin 
since since I, since the days of Sayreville behind yeah. Sayreville High School. Yeah. Right. Okay. And I've That's never I've never back. heard him as vocal as he was last year. Facts. Very That's vocal very last year. I loved seeing it. I loved the aggression. He was a major contributor for I, that I, team. Th- I think being on that team was a big boost for him. And I, I, I'm I'm glad that uh, Jarak picked up again. It works very well for the, the, what he wants to do there with, with that team. Yeah, Jarak uh, builds a, a tough culture, like a dirt, like dirt. Yeah. They talk about dirt. They got yeah. a lot of guys from Oak back on that team. Love it. Love the team. Uh, like what you put together. Uh, and Jarak being a veteran. And veterans big. When I say veteran, you get a lot of guys coming to G League this year uh, from the G League. Uh, and and if you played, I've never seen him play before. I understand it's five on five. Yeah, the contact's the same. So though. you're seeing a lot of man to man, basically. Yes, way more man. You're not seeing zone. Yeah. Now no. you're gonna see a lot of zone. You see a lot of mixed defenses in this league. Most teams only play zone for the most part. Maybe teams play man on the goal line. It'll mix. You'll, you'll it. see you'll see mixed up. They'll they'll call man here and there, but you're gonna see it mixed up. And you got you got to be able to deal with it when uh, when you do see it. Uh, that, like I said, you can't create. Uh, one-on-one matchups. 100%. E- even with the zone, you can figure it out. It's not tough. Um, I think it's an adjustment period for the, for the new guys coming in the league. I'm sure they've played, uh, you know, other than five-on-five five before. Yeah, yeah. They've, Cal, you got a two scrimmages in, I think. So they're going to be ready. I want to say what? something on the podcast that okay. I should have said earlier okay. when I introduced you to the podcast. Introduce me or him? No, uh, my father. There's a, there's a quick, quick story. Very quick. There's a referee that refs my kids' games, okay? okay. My basketball games. He's from Brooklyn. His his brother used to play football in the same league as Tommy okay. Savaro. And his brother vouched heavy for Tommy oh, Savaro. He, he said he said he said he said he said he said he goes Tommy Red was a dog, man. He said he said he said Tommy I didn't he doubt said, it though. He I said he vouched, he vouched. Right. He said he said Tommy Red used to win all the games. That's what he said. <laughs> when I, listen, when I played and I, and I come on this podcast and I say three time MVP, mm-hmm. I'm not I'm not shit, man. It's no joke. No, I never doubted you. Hey. Yeah, so you got to continue. Appreciate that. Um, no, I, listen, I think it's going to be a good game. I think that uh, Cal you like you said, I think I think how they end the second half of the first game is going to depict how the second game goes. Got to keep guys in the game, especially if you fall in game one. I think I picked Cal U to win game one. I think I'm going uh, to pick Cal U to go 2-0 and mm. Cal is to start the his bear down season in winning fashion with two wins to start the season. And Jarrock falls to 0-1. I know Jarrock's going to... Give me a earful once he hears the podcast, but that's the way I'm going to go this week. You ULA falls to I'm Oklahoma. rolling with Jarrock. Rolling with Jarrock. Who are you going with, TJ? Jarrock. Jarrock. Jarrock's teams start off strong every season. They have started off strong every season. That is very true. So, even uh, his even his worst team. He, com- start he comes out of the gate strong. I'm I'm going with that. All right. All right. Twelve o'clock slate. You have Clemson against Louisville. Ooh. Who's this? Louisville's me, and Clemson is oh. Garland. Oh, Kurtzman versus Garland. This is a rematch of yeah, your first round. Yeah, knocked me out last year in the first round. Uh, Talk about it. Was one play away from going to the championship Garland as well in the semifinals against Galante. Um, comes in with a new group. Got Alex Kalka back. Um, drafted his boy Alex Pierce to play receiver for him. And uh, has a couple of good other good receivers. Chris Johnson, who played on my team last year. Newcomer George Tremarsh. Also got lineman U Beer, who's making a return to the league who was a dominant lineman last time he played last spring, and has newcomer Nick Hardigan, who I know is a lineman for uh, Garland. So they have a complete team. They have good team speed at the receiver position. Um, Garland is a very good quarterback at getting rid of the ball fast and putting it on target. I think that the key for us in this game is going to be generating constant pressure on Garland, making him uh, overthink where he lost to go with the ball, and honestly just confusing him a little bit more than uh, I did last time we played against them. Um... I have to ask you. What? You've only practiced one time 
we practiced. We had one scrimmage. You so you've had one scrimmage and none of your linemen were there. Yeah. No, Has no, no, Garland no. had any scrimmages? Not that I know of. He probably. I imagine he practiced though. Okay. Um, Dad, how do you feel about the Garland versus Kurtzman rematch? <laughs> uh, love Trevor at quarterback. He's come from a very strong offensive year. Uh, actually, you won the offensive player year last year. Yeah, but he could. He was right there. He, he was right there with you. I think he had twenty six and one. Yeah, so, so this is gonna be a great quarterback matchup. Uh, I love that you Bears uh, returning. Um, uh, Corker established himself as as a stud. Oh yeah, uh, you know star. he was on everyone's. First yeah, he board. he won. Yeah, he went up the draft. He was on everyone's board, like you said. Alex, everyone, the who's your offensive line? My offensive line: uh, Matt Hughes, Joe DeMeo, and Swags. Okay. And their, be a big, and their big line. trenches matchup. And their line is Kalka, Ubeer, and Nick Hardigan, who yeah, I think great, will be a good great. offensive line as well. Trenches matchup is going to be awesome really this good. one. But, uh, what I said at the end of the draft, I thought Crestman drafted the most cerebral team. I think that goes a long way. And, and any team that has Matt Hughes, who is on the all-time mm. Tommy team. All-time, the all-time. He would be one of the first He'd probably be the first that. pick, yeah. <laughs> uh, love him. I think he's the best lineman in the league and one of the smartest players I've ever seen. Uh Pair that with Kurtzman. I mean, I've seen him work magic on the field before. Uh, I, I think that uh, they'll do it again this week. Um, I think we I think we found a couple gems on our team in the late rounds uh, that are going to play very important roles for our team this season. Holy shit. <laughs> Luka Doncic. Wow. Um, I think that we have some guys on our team that are going to play some very key roles that were not drafted in the higher rounds. Um, I love my receivers of Dylan, Mark Kokoda, uh, Keanu, yeah. um, Joe, Joe Stulak. I think I have a good receiving core. And with me playing in the middle of the defense this year, um, might fuck around and lead the league in tackles. Oh. Um, I'm ready to go. Nice. Nah, I, I think, I think. listen, you, you only hear me talk like that when you when I think I have a really good team. You, you. And I think I have a team that is very good, very deep at a lot of positions. And as long as our offensive line is consistently showing up to the games and playing at a high level, I think we're going to be very, very good. And I think your secondary is awesome. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Are you great. excited for the return of Dylan? Yeah, yeah. Can't wait. Um, he's very excited. excited. He's been texting me all week. He's very I, excited. I want him injury free, and I want him at every game. Yeah, no. I think is I, everyone taking Kurtzman in this game? I'm I think Kurtzman. we all are. Everyone but, takes but, but, but listen, this Clemson team is good. They're going to be yeah. fast. I think they're going to. I think. I think their line. I think, I think their line could be really good in this game. Personally, I think what they're going to do is they're going to try to get the ball to uh, Chris and George. These two small slot receivers that kind of can get after it and kind of make guys miss in the open field. Um, Garland, I've played him a couple times. We know we know what each other do. It's just gonna kind of come down to who executes at a higher level. Obviously, I'm gonna take myself, and you guys are probably gonna take me too. So, uh, Clemson, Clemson has a tough doubleheader this week. Mm. Yeah, they have a prime time yeah, game against after. Galante. So All we'll right. talk about that. We'll talk about that after we talk about Galante against uh, Suroff. That's the next game. Yes, it Texas is. Texas ATM against ATM. ATM. Texas A and M. Yes. Texas A&M. Very what did good. I say? ATM. I said ATM. Here. Texas A&M. There is a T there. Though, uh, yeah. so. Texas A&M against... Houston. Houston. So a battle of... Uh, battle of, of Texas. Uh, battle of Texas in week one. <laughs> Tommy Galante versus Suroff. Two guys who are now both entering their fourth seasons in the... Fifth seasons in the league. Um, Tommy fought, coming off of a uh, finals loss in which, really, it felt like he had it. it felt like it was his season to win. Um, against Suroff, who... Full circle... Four year, four seasons ago, gets the first pick. Justin tells him not to draft him. Doesn't draft him. Now four year, four seasons later, uh, he gets to pair up with Justin. And I'm expecting fireworks. I'm expecting Suroff to throw the ball to Justin. I expect it to be early and often. And I expect you're going to hear a lot of Justin tomorrow uh, on Sunday. I think you're going to hear him vocally. 
Uh, I, think, I think he he definitely feels like because they didn't make the playoffs last year, he wasn't in any of the award talks. Ooh. It feels like he has a little bit of a chip on his shoulder, and I think Justin with a chip on his shoulder is not. Uh, he's taking it personally. I think I think he's taking the Jordan route, taking it personally. Um, we'll talk about more about these teams though before I continue talking about Justin. Let me give you these teams real quick so you can talk about them. Houston has Tommy Galante with a line of Austin Ehrenfeld, Mike Kalka, Rags, and that's probably their three linemen. And then the receivers are Steve Ruiz, Tim Howard, Ryan Rougeau, Tyler Bryant, who was uh, who was the story of the story of the draft. Yeah. Um, Instagram live. They also have Justin Suarez and Chris Walton to round out their roster. Who are the receivers again? I'm sorry. Steve Ruiz, Tim Howard, Ryan Rougeau, Tyler Bryant. They have a good receiving core. Um, I don't know who, how he's going to work this team. He doesn't necessarily have that big body. Uh, Tyler Bryant is pretty big, so maybe Tyler Bryant fills into that Pauly role. Maybe not at the same level as Pauly. Obviously, Pauly won MVP last season. But um, Steve Ruiz and Tim Howard have proven very good receivers in this league in different seasons. Rougeau, always a very good um, receiver, played with Tommy before, has good chemistry with him. I think this is going to be a pretty uh, high-scoring game. I think Suroff and Tommy are kind of going light to the, light, the show, light, uh, light some fireworks in this one. Tommy moves the ball around to everybody, yes. uh, but he does have the tendency to have a favorite. Uh, last year we knew it was Paul. The last of couple of seasons it's been Paul. Yes. Uh, I like Howard in that position, in that role, because when they played on the Redskins, that they yes, had that very was very good. Yeah, he had a good year, and Tommy Tommy found them a lot. So I, he could pick up the slack right there. Uh, very talented team. I, I, I love what he did with his line. Love what he did in late rounds. Uh, Rougeau. Um, playing against Serhoff, who uh, every year we call him out. It's it's time for him to take the next step. Yeah. I mean, you got the, now you have the best player in the league in, in Justin. You have to take that step. And I like he has a sleeper pick. He got in the fifth round, Hassert. Hassert pinched a nerve and is out for the season. He's out for the season oh, again? Yes. Hassert is the king of not being able to play. Wow. So who's in for him? Yeah, got a sub for him. This kid, John Simpkins, he's a good player. but Oh, that's um, very disappointing. Yeah, very disappointing. Tommy was looking forward to seeing Hassert. I think Hassert played three plays in the scrimmage and then got hurt. So, uh, wow. Um, not, it's a big blow before the season. Um, but like you said, this team is going to roll through Suroff and Justin. Um, the other complimentary parts are um, Noah Torino, uh, Steve Bowen, Dins, Pat Importuna, Matt DeFlippis, and Joe Flynn round out their roster. Hmm. Um, the line is going to have to prove themselves. Uh, Noah Torino, uh, Tuna, and Matt DeFlippis is probably a little bit of an undersized line. Um, uh, Matt's a big boy. Huh? Matt's a big Pat, boy. Pat, who? Pat's a big boy? No, 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 no. Matt, Matt yeah, you know, okay, they're yeah, but they're they're a little they're a little undersized compared to other guys in the league, especially this matchup with Austin and Mike, who are probably two of the bigger linemen in the league. Um, I think Serov needs to make sure that he's getting Justin the ball every couple plays, letting Justin do a lot of the work for him. And on defense, they need to they need to lock down. They need to meet, move Justin all around the field. They need to make life difficult for Tommy in the backfield. I do think Tommy has two of the best lineman combo in the league potentially with uh, Kalka and Austin. Uh, I'm going to take Tommy Glante in Houston in this game. Oh, wow. I think that Tommy is the better quarterback, and I think that with that line protecting him against what I don't know how good the ru- the rush of um, A&M is going to be, I'm going to take Tommy Glante. I think he starts slinging it around the yard a little bit. Uh, Serov's got to prove himself a little bit to me right now. Wow. Yeah, you have been very critical of Serov as of late. Um. In the summer, I was high on him when he had the Steelers because I thought he was playing really well, but his receivers were letting him down. Last season, who do you, who was he last season? Uh, UNC. UNC. Oh yeah, they had, they had a great yeah, start to the season, and then they fumbled they yeah. fumbled the entire bag to end the season. So, yeah. 
Um, I'm going to go with Houston in this game. I think Houston gets off to a 1-0 start on the season, and we're going to have controversy in Texas A&M after one week. Wow. Who are you taking? Uh, I have to take ju- ch- uh, chip on my shoulder, Justin. Chip my shoulder, Justin, is the reason they will win this game. At yeah, I'm, I'm, t- that's, I'm taking chip my shoulder, Justin. I got Justin over under 11 and a half tackles. I'm taking the over. Yeah, I'm taking Justin over every single player prop. Yeah. Um, I, I'm riding in from last year. I'm going with the very hot Tommy versus yeah. the very cold. Uh, 100%. <laughs> one team. Tommy beat him in the playoffs last year. Yeah. Uh, Tommy, one thing I got to say about Tommy is that he drafted his line this year the best way for him. He's got two bookend tackles that are not looking to catch the ball. Yeah. Austin will catch the ball, but he's not looking to catch the ball. Right. Mike Calka definitely is not looking to catch the ball, even though I know he has the yeah, ability to. But those guys are block first guys. We're going to give Tommy time to read the field, give him a uh, pocket, big pocket, because they're guys who don't get pushed back into the quarterback. Yeah. I like this Houston team. I'm probably... I was high on Michigan last year. I had them as the best team in the league last year for most of the season, and I'm probably going to have Houston right near the top again because this league is all about quarterback. If there are any two guys that could neutralize uh, a strong pass rush from the edge, it's Mike and and Austin. There's other guys, obviously. I'm not going to go rattle them off, but um, they're they're definitely in a class of the elites in this league, offensive blocking. Who are you thinking, Dad? Who are you thinking? I'm going with Tommy. Tommy, who are you thinking? You took, I, you took Justin. I, yeah, took, took Chip, I'm taking Michael Jordan, Justin. Prime time, one o'clock. What we got? You have the same Houston team, okay, against the Trevor Garland. Clemson I guess we'll team. talk about like the matchups in yeah, this game. Yeah. Um, the brothers, brothers playing each other in game two. Alex versus Mike, first time squaring off against each other in the league. Um, Mike is the only one of the 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 uh, first generation Bengals from the summer to not be on this. Uh, Garland team. This Garland team, so a little bit of chip on his shoulder, maybe that Garland didn't take him over his brother. Um, I think that in this game, the the rushes are both going to be good at getting each other, but also get. I think it's going to be a pretty even matchup. Both are going to both sides are going to get theirs, and I think in the receivers matchup, you pretty. It's honestly pretty even. Um, I'm gonna go with. Clemson because I had them losing to me, so I'm gonna have. I don't mm. think Garland starts the season. Uh, so, so you think Suroff starts zero two? No, Suroff's not playing. This is uh, excuse, this me, is excuse me, excuse me, excuse me, Garland. No, I, 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 Gal- I, Gal- I Gal- So I'm gonna take. Sir, I'm gonna take Garland in this game. I think that. Um, I don't think like me versus Garland's gonna be a blowout or anything like that. So I don't think Garland's team's gonna be like down on themselves after game one. I think they'll be able to regroup. Like, uh, if we did this or that, we would want. Exactly. I think it's get, me and Garland always play like one score, very close one score games. I think every game we play each other's been like that. Um, so I'm gonna take Garland's team in this game. I think that they bounce back from a, a 12 o'clock loss to me, and they get a win in game two. Galante is going to be not like coasting because he won the first game, but I'm just gonna switch it up and go with Clemson in this one. I really don't have much is, of a rhyme. Galante's games back to back. Both these game, both these teams are playing at 12 o'clock and then one o'clock. All so right. neither, no advantage for sitting or not sitting. Gotcha. Most of the time, when you have a double header in this league, you're gonna play back to back. Most guys don't want to be there for three hours. Some guys do. Not everyone does. So I try to get you out of there in two hours if you're playing two games. If you request to have a game in between, I will oblige, but it is what it is. Um, I'm conflicted because I don't think either of these teams are 0-2 teams. You have both them and I have both of them losing game. in their first game, which is – I don't like that I did that. Um, I am the because pres- you didn't know the schedule. Yeah, I'm the president of Tommy Galante Fan Club. You are. Um, you're not I think, the president I, of Trevor Fan Club. I think I picked against Trevor every single time he's ever played. I think you have also. Do I, pick, do, I take, do I take Trevor to go 0-2? No, take Trevor to win. No, I like Trevor's. I like. I think Trevor's, and the advantage is going to be his line most of the games, but like you said, I like the line of Galante as well. I think in games where they can dominate, they can rush two and play five in the yeah. back, which is the ultimate defense in Bear Down. If uh, you've been in the league, you know that. 
if they have Ubier and Alex getting getting in and making causing pressure every yeah. play, they're a force to be reckoned with. Um, I'm going with Garland's team. You are going with that is Clemson, who I think has the most fire jerseys in the league. I'm, I I have to take Tommy. Okay. <laughs> I'm gonna go with uh, Clemson because, unlike uh, you guys, I didn't. I picked Tommy to win last game, so I picked Tommy last game. Did you? Yeah. Oh, um, but I'm not gonna look. You're not looking at two zero and two teams. It's gonna be both yeah, of them yeah. one and one. <laughs> uh, Trevor could easily, you know, like I said, win the game easily. against you. Uh, it's a tough team. And Atlanta could easily lose the game before him. Very tough quarterback. Big fan. Uh, I'm gonna go with Trevor on this one. These are two big armed quarterbacks. I expect a lot of fireworks in this game. I expect a lot of big Good mobility deep, deep on both passes. of them. Yeah. yeah, we didn't get to see a lot of Garland running last year. I hope we see he more was of hurt this in year. The beginning no, of the year, no, I know, I know. I'm saying towards the end of the year, you know, he'll he'll bounce back. He's he's that kind of guy. Yeah, he's a good quarterback. I expect him to be playing at a high level. I honestly. I know it's week one. I know a lot of people haven't played since last season, but I'm honestly expecting, with the good weather, I'm honestly expecting yeah, fireworks great, yeah, and guys great, yeah, playing at a high games. level. Guys have been looking forward to this for a long time since the last season ended, so I'm expecting the teams to be prepared coming in because all the hype is going to be there. A lot of long layoff between bear down seasons. Yeah. If you've still made it this far, it's honestly pretty impressive. Yeah. 48 minutes, yeah. first podcast of the year. Not bad. Got a lot of good. We'll have a lot more. You're going to see the difference between, if you're, if you're new, you'll see the difference between us talking about the recaps of the games and, and actually being able to talk yeah. about the teams and how they played. Um, Just a lot of people we don't know. A lot of teams we haven't seen yet. Four, yep. Like we said, it was the first six games were all new quarterbacks. Yep. As you know, if you've been listening to this before, we usually go with what we know and like quarterbacks we've seen play before over newcomers, but we quickly change our minds. Also, if we didn't talk about you and you think you're about to go off, go off and we'll know about you after week, week one. Immediately, all, right all away. three of us are going yeah. to be there. All yeah. three of us are going to be there. We're playing at the Bluefield in Sayreville. That is week one. We will not yeah. always be there, but we will always be on turf. All right. <laughs> That's going to be it for the podcast. If you're new, make sure to subscribe on whatever podcast platform you are listening on. Make sure to subscribe to the YouTube channel as well. We got uh, like 60 new people in the league. I should have at least 300 subscribers facts. on the YouTube by the end of next week. Facts. Dad, you have anything else to say before we get out uh, of here? Good luck to all the new guys coming into the league. I hope you do well. I'm a fan of everyone that plays in this league. Love this league. All right. Love this we will catch you guys at the field on Sunday. Peace.